Hello Queens, welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I'm so grateful that you're choosing me to be in your ear today. This podcast will bring you everything that you need to know in the realm of self-love, body acceptance, breaking up with binge eating and all that other juicy stuff around loving yourself. So I'm going to be releasing episodes at random. There will be at least three a week. So just take your pick, which one sounds good to you. And please let me know if you'd like me to talk about anything specifically. I would love to do an episode for you. And last but not least, as always, please share this podcast with someone because that's how I can get my message out and help the world. So I look forward to hearing your response. Please rate me. I love you. And let's get into the episode. Today's episode is called How to Manage Stress and Overwhelm. And to me, they come hand in hand. So when I feel overwhelmed, I automatically feel stressed out. And this episode actually came to me from inspiration from my good friend Katie. Um, She asked me a question and the question that I'm answering today through this article is the exact, her exact words were, oh yeah, here we go. How to manage stress when you have too much to do, but all of it is absolutely necessary. So it, it led me into this awesome article that I've spent all morning writing so far. So before I get into this, I just want to start off by defining the word stress and overwhelm. Um, overwhelm, when you someone says they feel overwhelmed, it means the person is given too much of something. So if you feel overwhelmed, you've got too much of something. And overwhelm triggers stress. And stress is the natural, is the body's natural defense against predators and danger. So it causes the body to react with physical, mental, and emotional responses. And it's um, stress floods our bodies with hormones that prepare our systems to either evade or confront danger. So people often refer to it as the fight or flight response, right? So you can experience stresses from your environment, your body, and even your thoughts. For me, the above explanation of stress, the key phrases that stand out to me is the body reacts with physical, mental, and emotional responses. Because stress is real, right? And because we can't see it as an object, although if you know somebody, you can automatically see if they're stressed or not just by looking at them Um, but because it's not physical or an object we automatically just brush it off and we don't give ourselves that um, care and attention that we need in order to reduce our stress and if stress this idea came to me when I was writing this if stress had a visual symptom right such as whenever you were chronically stressed if your nose grew like Pinocchio, I mean, I'm hoping we all know who Pinocchio, who Pinocchio is, right? If no one that does know what who Pinocchio is, he is this um, Disney character, I think it's Disney, that whenever he lies, his nose grows, right? So the more he lies, the more his nose grows. So if stress, if we were stressed and the physical symptom of stress would be our nose growing like Pinocchio, right? I'm sure many more of us would pay attention to reducing stress it's because we can't physically see it we don't really think it's real whereas actually stress is um the number one killer 
in the world, and I don't mean that just to scare you, but it's really important to manage your stress. So my question to you, my first question to you, I always have questions, you know that, is when do you feel stressed? What stresses you out, right? Because it's different for everyone. Um, what stresses one person may not stress another. For example, um, a traffic jam, right? Two people can be sat in the same traffic jam, both with the likelihood of missing an upcoming appointment because they're stuck in this traffic jam. One of them could react by feeling annoyed, um, constantly getting close to the car in front of them, checking the time, um, beeping their horn, heart racing, sweating, swearing, and panicking, just all these horrible negative emotions and stress. The other person could react by, this is me by the way, by seeing the situation as it's out of their hands, there's nothing they can do about this traffic jam, so they may as well pop on that podcast that they've been wanting to listen to for a while and, and I've just never got round to it. So yes, it's a bummer that I would miss my appointment, but there's not a lot I can do about it, so I may as well make the most of my time. So the same circumstance, people are thinking different thoughts and it causes a different response. So the difference between the two above ways of reacting to the same situation in stress is the thought model process. And remember how I always bang on about your thoughts create your reality because it's the truth. I do want to go in, in depth in a different episode about the thought model and how powerful it is. But for this episode in particular, I want to focus on stress and overwhelm and how to deal with that um, because of my lovely friends Katie's question on how to deal with this. So my second question for you is, no, that's the first question, what stresses you out? The second thing I would like you to do in answer to your question is write down the situations where you feel most overwhelmed and stressed in your life right now. And then throughout this video or podcast or blog, whatever you're on right now, I want you to see if you can apply the following tips to reduce your stress in any of your situations. So I'm going to give you tips, and I didn't count how many tips I've given you, but they're all juicy, they're all good, and I hope Katie's watching. So tips to reduce stress and overwhelm then. Number one, accept that you feel overwhelmed and stressed. We can't change what we cannot accept, ever, right? So you'll be living in denial if you can't accept something, and denial gets you nowhere. So if you think that fighting the feeling of stress or overwhelm is going to work, as in it's going to stop it, then you should stop now because it, you're never going to win. What we resist persists always. Accept how you feel and then move on to the following steps. So it all starts with acceptance with anything in life, right? The second tip is to choose a thought that serves you. Thoughts are everything. Like I say this all the time and I'm never going to stop saying it. Here I go again with my message of thoughts create your reality because they do. So before you start to change your thoughts in response to the stress that you're under right now that you've hopefully just written down or will write down after you've listened to this is to give yourself compassion. Number one, and I say this a lot, especially to my clients, the number one thing, give yourself compassion, give yourself love, give yourself that understanding first and then you can look at your thoughts, right? Tell yourself it's okay, and then we can move on to the thought process. Let's say you have a mile-long to-do list, right? And all you're thinking is, oh my gosh, I'm just never gonna get all of this done. Um, this damaging thought can lead to distress, anxiety, stress, 
and it paralyzes you from actually problem solving and taking action. But remember, you're not a slave to your thoughts. Your thoughts aren't automatically true. So ask yourself, instead of, I'm never gonna get this done, ask yourself in what ways might this thought be inaccurate, unreasonable or completely unhelpful. Next, consider how you could think more realistically. Here, your goal is to generate alternative thoughts that will lead to positive emotions and behavior. So for instance, to improve the overwhelming above thought, you could think something like this. I might not get it all finished today, but if I work on it or if I seek assistance, I'll most likely get it done. Or, I know I'm feeling overwhelmed right now, but if I take a break, I might feel differently when I return. Or, one more, it seems overwhelming to me right now, but if I break it down into smaller parts, it might be more doable. And also this amazing affirmation by the amazing Shanae, let me get her surname right, Shanae Momoko, apologies if the name's wrong, this is her affirmation, I can do everything, no it's not, start again, this is live, I can't, I can't change this, I can do anything, but I can't do everything and that is okay. How amazing is that? I can do anything, but I can't do everything and that's okay. Love that. So incorporate that into your daily routine as a mantra when you, when you feel overwhelmed with everything you've got to do. Tip, another tip, I've lost count, I think this is tip number two. Stop multitasking. Even if you're a woman, right? Actually, Joking aside, none of us can multitask efficiently because multitasking reduces your efficiency and performance because your brain actually can't focus on one on more than one thing at a time successfully. So when you try to do more than one thing at once, um, even if you're a woman, your brain lacks that capacity to perform both tasks successfully. Plus, trying to do more than one thing at a time exaggerates the stress response, which is exactly what we're trying to avoid. So not only will you feel more stressed and overwhelmed, you won't actually successfully get more things done. Next tip, practice being in the present moment. Connect, concentrating on that one thing and being fully present with that task is essential to reduce stress. And it helps you feel more relaxed, more joyful and more peaceful. When you've got a million things to do, only focus on one task in one time without thinking about all the other tasks you've got ahead of you. And I know that's difficult, but not only will you perform each task better, but you'll feel a lot more calmer whilst doing so. So if you haven't already, I really recommend you reading the book, um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, completely changed my life. So that's really helpful if you do struggle to be in the present moment. Uh, next tip is take a few deep breaths. And I'm being serious, taking only three to five deep breaths calms your stress response down almost immediately. And then you'll feel more clear headed to get shit done. So just try it. I know it sounds boring, but it really, really works. And it actually helps your body physically change from um, the panic, stress and the fight or flight mode to the rest and digest mode. So it really works. So take some deep breaths. Next tip, eliminate some of the tasks. You may want to argue with me, but not everything you think you need to do is absolutely necessary. 
the 80-20 rule, if you've heard of that, that plays a huge role here by understanding that only 20% of what you usually do gives us the main result. The other part doesn't improve your life in any way, so ditch it. So figure out what tasks you absolutely must do and focus on them and then be really objective when you choose the ones that will stay on your list and get rid of the ones that you don't absolutely need to do. That will help first and foremost. And the next step after that is to choose three of the most important tasks and do them first. So once you've eliminated the tasks that aren't 100% necessary, write down the top three most important tasks that must get done. Write them in order of importance. And it may sound obvious, but start with the most important task of the day. And again, it sounds obvious. However, if it's something we don't actually want to do, we become experts at procrastination. So just get it done. Start on the biggest, most important task of the day. Be mindful whilst you're doing it and be in the present moment and then move on to the next one. Next tip is plan and block out time blocks in your day. Oh, I've got it. I'm just reading a comment. Hi, Jessica. I'm awful for this, stress all over the things I need to do and end up getting all of them done because of it. That is 100% overwhelm. Overwhelm causes a lot of us to like stare at everything we've got done, we've got to get done and then not actually do any, any of it because you just can't cope with it. And it's just like, oh, I can't cope. So this is gonna be really helpful for you. So the next tip was plan, plan first, plan, which sounds boring. And I used to hate the word planning, but it's changed my life and block out like time blocks. So again, although obvious, planning is essential. So my mantra is if it's not in my schedule, it's not happening. And unfortunately that is for things like social occasions. If it's not in my schedule, cause I, I rely so much on that, it's, it's not really gonna happen, right? So plan your days either the night before or the early morning on that day, whichever you prefer, and block out times on your calendar. So to ensure you're, you're doing similar tasks at the same time, for example, I do a lot of writing for my career, it would, it's helpful, and this is what I do, if I'm writing a blog, I'll, I'll put a writing the blog in a time block, and then if I have any more writing to do, I'll put that under the, the write in the blog because then my mind's in like writing mode and then if I've got videos to produce I'll do my videos at the same time because otherwise if you're switching between the two it takes a while for your brain to switch and you become less productive so block out times and plan like planning is everything even my clients who I am teaching self-love right and maybe say they don't work so they've not got like a work schedule to block out I ask them to block out time for self-love practices or if they've got kids like let's have a look at their day what are their kids stuff in block that out first and then do everything else all around that and it just helps you feel so much more grounded and less stressful because you've got it all planned out and another tip is take small breaks. And again, you might be thinking that if you take small breaks, you'll be wasting time because you're having a break, right? But I promise you from experience as well and from ignoring my fiance telling me this, I was like, oh no, I'm just gonna get it done. It doesn't work long-term because if you're trying to continue doing something and your brain's dead, it's not gonna work. So how, what I do now is I block my time in 55 increment, 55 minute increments and then have a five minute break. So 
it's like an hour block so I'm working for 55 minutes and then I have five minutes break so whether you walk up and down the stairs go for a wee play with your dog whatever it is for you and then get back to work but it really does help and it really makes a difference to have those little breaks the next step is in my opinion probably one of the most important steps of all is ask for help and if you're sat googling at me Katie this blog is obviously in response to your question if you're still sat staring at me and you're like arguing the fact that you must do everything on your to-do list it like it's a matter of life or death for example then you seriously need to ask for help because where where I'm standing you have three choices and when you're saying I don't have a choice that's a lie and that's going into victim mode because every single one of us always has a choice in every moment to do with anything the choice may be difficult or painful or don't know how to do it but you always have a choice so if you're saying that you can't ask for help you can't reduce what you need to do and all the things I've given you so far I want you to just consider these three choices it's, oh hello I've got a friend saying hello Corona, Corona. hi um, Sorry, I'm back. I've got Instagram and Facebook. If you wonder why I'm like looking between the two, that's why. So I want you to choose between these three choices, right? Number one is you can continue doing what you're doing and you'll um, eventually burn out and or feel chronically stressed forever. That's, that's one choice. Number two, choice number two is get help. So ask family, friends, hire someone anything to assist you with your tasks so you can actually enjoy your life and start living again or choice number three if help isn't an option and i love the hearts thank you um is if help isn't an option right reassess your whole plan and this is completely flipping things around but katie will know if she's listening that she did this before and this changed her life for the better in every single way possible so if help isn't an option flip your whole plan right so is being chronically stressed every day with whatever you're working on is it really worth it that's the question you've got to ask yourself are you missing out on life and what's more important to you your quality of life or how much you're getting done right you always have a choice my friend and i promise you that and it leads me to my last tip which is a really important one. Make, and I've emphasized the word make, time for self-care. And I'm not joking with this one either. Have you ever heard me say, you can't fill from an empty cup? And that's not my saying, I don't know where it's from. It's been around for a long time, but you actually can't, can you? If you have a cup, right, say if this was empty, it's got a little bit in it, can't see an Instagram, right? And I tried to pour someone a drink and it's empty, nothing's going to come out right so imagine I want you to imagine that you are the cup so if you never make time for yourself to fill yourself up then you will only ever be half the person that you could be so if you make time for self-care you'll be able to show up for your day you'll be able to show up for other people loved ones etc with all of you not just an empty shell of you right you'll feel happier you'll have more energy and you'll be a lot more clear-minded so if you have no idea what self-care even means then you need to do two things you need to when this goes on my blog this video you need to click on my blog and click on my article self-care ideas that will change your life and you need to book in a call with me because we need to sort you out 
because you absolutely must come first in your life, no matter how selfish that may feel for you right now, it is everything. Self-love is, is at the root of every problem you think you have in your life and everything you haven't got in your life. I promise you that and I'll show you, show you the way. I just want to end this with saying to you that life really is too short to be constantly stressed, no matter what your reasons for being stressed are right, whether you're working towards a business or these amazing goals and dreams, that's fantastic. I'm not saying to, to, I'm not saying to stop working towards those goals and dreams, but if it's causing you chronic stress, what's more important? Like you can still work towards your goals with the tips I've just given you, but don't keep doing what you're doing because life's too short to be constantly stressed. And you just need to ask yourself, what's more important to you? Getting everything done, or enjoying your life, right? You decide, because the power is all yours, and I mean that. And that's it for today. But I want to um, leave you with one more thing. In September, I don't know exactly what date yet, but it's launching in September, I have something exciting that I'm not gonna share too much about, but it's a really affordable way to be coached by me with everything around self-love, self-care, body image, body confidence. So pop your name on my pre-launch list, which will be under here, under the video, doesn't sign you up to any email address, um, email address, any email funnel or anything like that, it's literally just for one email I'm going to send to let you know the details before I launch, so I hope this was helpful, as always I love you all, you can have, be and do anything you want, you've just got to go out there and get it, let me know if you need my help. Mwah.